Injured at work in a motor vehicle accident or had a fall in a public space? Speak to Your Claim Lawyers, a no-win, no-fee, personal injury claims law firm that specialises in maximising compensation claims for injured people. Call 1-800-YOUR-CLAIM or yourclaimlawyers.com.au. The driver's seat. The driver's seat. It's McLaren and Ricardo that win the Italian Grand Prix. Start the celebrations for McLaren. Live from the Star Casino on the Gold Coast, this is The Driver's Seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson for Kubota, shaping and building Australia together. And welcome to The Driver's Seat, wherever you are listening around this big brown land. I'll tell you where I am. I'm in the HQ in Melbourne. However, yeah. if we uh, head upwards, up north to the land of, uh, what is it, what, mangoes and pineapples, or is that just Townsville? The land of pineapples and palm trees, my friend. <laughs> uh, and the first time since 2019, we are live, loud and proud on the Gold Coast for the, uh, the Boost Mobile Gold Coast 500, and it could not have come soon enough. Boys, I reckon this has always has been and always will be one of the great races on our calendar because not only what it does from a motorsport perspective, but what it does for this town. I would have put five bucks on you saying Gold Coast 600, but you actually did well and you no, got it all I, no, right. Yeah, yeah, no, I've got the 500. There's no uh, Clipsal Adelaide 500 things here, mate. <laughs> She's 500, not 600. It, it was very, very hard to sort of shake the old... Uh, because let's face it, it's been the Gold... How long has it been the Gold Coast 600, Stevie? Oh, as long as I've been racing since almost. Indi- well, since IndyCar left? Since IndyCar left, exactly. Yeah. Since, uh, obviously, the IndyCar left, and I think there was maybe only a year, maybe, or if that, before the track changed. Yep. And then it was basically the Gold Coast 600 from that point on. Yeah, so it's been around, Nimsy, and uh, I was watching some footage today on, on, the, on the interweb. Some of the biggest crashes around this place has been super, super spectacular. Lots of money spent. Uh, repairing cars here. Some by your team, Fabian Coulthard, a couple of years ago. Scotty McLaughlin. Scotty McLaughlin sent a, a shock absorber up onto the fourth floor of a hotel room, I think it was. Chazzy so, Mostert um, also had a bit of a bingle in 2019 as well. Yep, Chazzy had a, had one there. Um, I think this is actually has, one track I haven't had. had. Well, I haven't had one. Yeah, I saw you had one. I've had a few. I think one of the Kellys hit you coming out it's of... The yeah, with someone else. Oh, thank you. Uh, this is not one place that I have gone into the wall, so I'm very, very happy about that. No you money spent here yet, have you? No, I have raced here. <laughs> thank you. Voice from the silent voice from the right hand side. Yes, I have raced here. As we and welcome, I didn't have an accident. As we welcome our array of special guests for the evening, the one and only Malcolm Owens joins us as well. Hello, Malcolm. Welcome. Good evening. Good evening. And uh, he's here. We, we also have to mention, too, we had to get an absolute superstar to join us on the uh, program. If we're going to do our live broadcast from the Gold Coast, ahead of the Gold Coast 500, I was about to say 600, oh, I've got to do a formal introduction for this great man because, uh, you know what, let's just get straight to the intro. Burkett to the top with a 12-2. Well done, Nick Burkett and everybody at Brad Jones Racing. Hazelwood's knocked him off. Hazelwood's done a 12 It is not often that you get uh, Mark Scaife on the limiter, but in that occasion, you certainly did. A Brad Jones lockout uh, in Townsville uh, a couple of years back, uh, which was a bit of fun, but 
that is the great man. He's joined us on the panel live and in living colour, the one and only Brad Jones. Thank you. <laughs> I used to get him on the limiter a little bit more when I was driving. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I bought my family tonight. The massive audience here at, uh, at Star City have yeah. just gone well. Wow. Hey, Brad, that was a, an intro done by Nimsy there. Lots and lots of highlights. Um, but... I, I was watching Bathurst, the Bathurst 1000 recently, and we'll go into what happened there. It wasn't great for your team. There was quite a bit of crash damage. The, the, I suppose one of the things I want to check with you is when you were going through that and you know what the final two rounds of the year are, as in <laughs> a street race here on the Gold Coast and followed a street by a street race, race in Adelaide, <laughs> did you just yeah. go into the corner, into the fetal position and go, my goodness, the, uh, the damage bill this year has been absolutely... Absolutely astronomical. I just went and got a ball paint hammer and smacked myself in the side of the head with it. <laughs> uh, you, you know, it's, you go home and you look at all the damage and then you go, well, you know, I've got the next one. And then you think, well, it's a street race <laughs> at, at the Gold Coast and then Adelaide's after that. So, look, I don't know. We'll see how we go. We've had a pretty rough year with accident damage. But on the other side of that, we've had a really successful year in lots of ways. So... It's, um, you know, it's full up and da- ups and downs, but I'm actually really looking forward to coming back up here and doing this race. I think uh, I like the idea that it's a single driver race and um, I'm hoping our cars will be really strong here. Well, you've had, um, I guess the big story is Andre and just how he's fitted into the team, how, you know, I guess you probably didn't realise and a lot of us didn't, um, just what sort of a leader he is, you know what I mean? And he's yeah. done a f- fantastic job for you guys this year. 2010 oh, was a, 2010 was the first race up here, by the way. Oh, there you go. Oh, Thank you. Oh, there yeah. you go. And on the Googles. Yeah. I was, yeah. was going to say that. I was going to say we have a, a special guest coming up that probably will be able to let, <laughs> yeah. let us know. Um, but yeah, I've raced here a bit before. I've raced some really weird things up here. I mean, we'll get back to Andre. But the NASCAR was a big thing for me, racing oh, yes. the NASCAR up here. And and I, I remember when my brother went uh, and I went over to the States and we bought that car, paid $80,000 to win the race here. And, and we'd done everything but mortgage his house to buy that race car. <laughs> and we needed 40000 of that money to repay a loan to... And I'm like, I'm like, is it sweet? We'll win that race. We'll get the 80K. We'll pay all the money back that we owe. And I remember we blew an engine in that thing in practice. We were really fast. We were like top top two, but blew an engine and, and uh, it was 20 grand. And so um, I could rent one from a guy um, from America for $10,000. And so... I went to, to our sponsor, which was Castrol at the time, and I said, look, you know, to get an engine for that thing is 20 grand for the weekend. We'll split you. We'll pay half, and you pay the other half. And he looked at me, and he went, oh, I'll give you five. And I'm like, okay, better than nothing. So, so then we started the race, and I was stone motherless last, and I had to get to um, 15th to, to earn the other five grand uh, to pay, pay for the engine. And it started to rain, and I was the last car. And I was on the radio to my brother going, saying to him, tell them to start, tell them to start. It's going to rain. They'll cancel the race. And he's like, dude, you're at the back. They don't care what you think. It doesn't matter. <laughs> and, then, and then the race started. It started to sprinkle on the windscreen, and, and I got up to 16th. By the time we got to the, um, not the chicanes, but, you know, that left right on the, the back, back straight. straight. Yep. Man, I was passing cars everywhere. And I, I got on the radio to Kim, and I went, Okay, what is 16th pay? Because I didn't look that far down. <laughs> so, yeah, it was crazy. But anyway, getting back to Andre, he's, he's fitting in really, really well. He drove for me um, to fill in for Walsh. Walsh oh, when that's he, right. When he um, had that big crash at Phillip Island. And yeah, it turned up, the Brabham into an aeroplane. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and then he, he was on fire up here. He was faster than most of the, the lead drivers. And you might remember he, he ended up with like a 15-second lead 
in the wet. And when he came in to put Slady in the car, the air jack punched a hole in the tarmac. The tarmac, that's And right. we couldn't get the wheel on the car. And they, they dropped back to third. And then Slady finished third. It was just like, man, it was just like, I got the ball paint hammer again and went and banged myself. <laughs> um, so, so, yeah, he's, he had a... And so, honestly, since that day, I always kept an eye on him. I'd spoken to him a couple of times in the past about joining the team, but he's exceeded all my expectations. He's, he fits well. He's a fantastic leader. He's got an amazing work ethic and, uh, and a long-term deal with us, and he'll be with me for a long time, I hope. Last week, the boys were talking about Bathurst and obviously <laughs> a little, little bit expensive for you, but um, one of the questions that came up was about the um, co-drivers starting the race. What, what, I thought you'd have a pretty strong view on that. What's, do you think it should be that, that the main drivers have to start or are you happy with uh, that's a really That's a really good question, Malcolm. I think when the conditions... It, it's so much strategy goes into starting co-drivers. So, you, you know, it's nice that they don't just wake up one day and go, I think this might be a good idea. We spend hours, like five hours going through strategy, all different options, and I have a very short concentration span, so by the end of it, I'm bouncing off the walls. So I get that you have to have options, but I think when conditions are bad, like they were at Bathurst, then I think you should start main. You know, there was enough stuff going on. You know, like, uh, Jamie Winkup, when's the last time you saw him spinning like a top down the road? Crazy. So, so, you know, they're, they're, they're just... You know, I just Let's think, be fair, if that was anybody else, they would have been out of the race. But for some reason, oh, he missed everything. I, I don't reckon he had a lot of choice God in that. Back to <laughs> I going. was thinking, he, one, he'd be in the middle of the pack, and yep. it's like, I'm not used to this. What am I doing here? Yep. And two, spinning like a top like that, he'd be like, man, who are these people? And what just happened to me? <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, and what, we're, what Malcolm just asked is, is a really poignant question because it seems to be discussion up and down yeah. pit lane. And as the calendar, we were hoping that the calendar for, for 2023 was going to be announced this week. Yeah. Hasn't been. There seems to no. still be some negotiations going on between New Zealand, the Hampton Downs round, yeah. uh, um, Taylor and Bend as well. One thing that we are hearing, though, and we're going to cover it off a little bit more in the show on the, on the calendar talk, is that Sandown is going to come back. It may come back in August and will be a two-driver race, giving think, these co-drivers a chance to get some miles. Yeah, oh, look, I, I think Sandown, I, I, you know, honestly, I'd like to see Sandown like an Ironman event, just a one-driver, you know. I, I mean, it's hard with the co's. They get under a lot of pressure. They, they're, they're forced to start the race. The networks don't like that because no-one's starting the race that, that the fans know. So for me, I think the 500 will probably come back if that's going to be the end of Sandown. It'll be like, you know, it should still be a retro round in my opinion as Agreed. well. But totally it, agree. But it needs something to make it a little bit special. So um, I think if it's the last year or one of the last two years, yeah, there's a good chance it'll it'll come back. And, and currently, if it does, it'll be a, uh, a two-driver race. But, you know, it's still not a lot. You know, it's it's it's... Not a lot of practice for my. I just think if conditions are tricky, it's a thousand k's. Start your main. If it's if it's a normal year, because let me tell you, everyone now will start their main every year. Of course, because it's how you get your main driver in on lap ninety something. If there's a safety car, so you don't end up like McLaughlin was a couple of years ago when Slady had to go up against mains and he wasn't in the car. Yeah, he didn't do enough laps. So. It's, it's, you know, everyone's going to maximise the rules and, and so the only way you can change it is change the rule. Is it a team principal, team owner thing that you possibly don't want some junior burgers in the car because there's more opportunity for damage? 
But yeah, that's part of it. You just you just want to, you know, I used to always say to my drivers, get us to lap 100 and then we'll get you home. And But nowadays, it's hard to pass. Like Steve will remember back in the days, you could actually slide down the inside of someone, you know, outbreak them, pass them. But it's, it's just really hard to pass someone on the track now. It's gone from half a dozen opportunities to one or two places. Passing on the wet grass. Yeah, or passing <laughs> on the wet grass. Van Gisbergen so, style. <laughs> yeah, so you just... So now you try and strategize and get a, get your main in, get the pace at the end, and then try and try and not short fill that fuel until you get to those last three stints so you have opportunity with your main. And that's, and that's with the cars that you've currently got now that are yeah. basically engineered to the nth degree now. We've had yep. some, Do you think that'll change a little bit next year with think, Gen 3? I, th- I think it will change a little bit. Um, it'll be interesting. If, if the cars, when they run close, in close proximity, still heat up the front tyres so much that, that it affects them, then it won't change a lot. Yep. But if, if the, you know, the, the new compounds come out and the cars are less dependent on tyre grip, and has got mechanical grip, then yeah, I think it'll it'll it, it for sure will change things around a little bit. We've seen the big dick in a Gen Three. What about you, Brad? Are you going to get have a, have, a, have a bit of a steer? <laughs> yeah, Good I segue, Mel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I certainly wondered where that was going. <laughs> um, you can text in oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen is the number if you want to get in on the open line. Get in. Uh, we've got a couple of texts that have flooded What's in that at front? the moment. Do we hear Frank? Frank and fucking Tani. Uh, yeah. I think he is. Keep your text messages coming in. Oh, good to yeah, hear Frank. him listening on, on you, SENZ. He's probably missing uh, Greg Murphy at the moment. But um, uh, here's one from Rob. I think the Bathurst start conversation has gotten out of hand. What happened this year was out of the ordinary due to the track conditions after turn one. Uh, now, if it, I was a driver on the inside line out of turn one this year. Of course, we'd only leave enough racing room to force the cars on the outsides of the water to gain an advantage up Mountain Strait. That's racing. Uh, two more texts that have come in. G'day, boys. It's Mitchell from Radcliffe. The GC500 is going to be wicked, but I'm counting down to the days for the resurrection of the Radelaide 500. Cannot come soon enough. P.S. The ex-wife from Kempsey reckons I'm a dumbass for previously <laughs> mentioning her. Obviously, she's not doing well. Thanks, I Mitchell. Remember, I remember him. What was his name? Mitchell. That was Mitch. Good on you, Mitch. I hope the, uh, I hope the ex-cheese and kisses is treating you well. You get to see your kids. <laughs> Probably best not to mention her on air on national radio. Yeah, uh, one more, one more from uh, Mark in Merrygum. This is a big F you to supercars. Twelve events for Premier Australian Racing is a joke. Dropping fan favourite and well attended events like Winton, starting the calendar in March and finishing the first week in December makes the gaps way too big between rounds for twelve events. It should be no more than three weeks apart. Look at Indy. More events. They start mid-April and finish late September. Keep the momentum rolling. Eyeballs always watching. New owners of supercars going backwards. It's a bloody disgrace. And uh, Brad in Sydney. This is a toaster. You're not wrong. How many cars do you need? Um, One more more here from Brad in Sydney. Uh, Wondering when Scotty Mack is officially in the country and how triggered do you think Reynolds will be as a result? Put put your hard-earned on a bottom 10 result for the Adelaide 500? Question mark. Uh, uh, let's no, go. I, we won't see him in a supercar. Bradley, the man, has arrived. He what? is here, uh, and he's going to be here on the Gold Coast this weekend. Picked up some new wheels but, from GM, I believe. Uh, but I do want to quickly uh, um, chat um, to Brad about the Brad Jones, not Brad in Sydney, um, <laughs> talking about the calendar. Uh, Brad, as a team owner, do you like the gaps between the calendar? Do you, do you think that that's a good thing? Would you like, would you like uh, a bit more consistency, or does it... 
does it put more pressure? To, I mean, especially for you guys to get all the cars and everyone back up to Albury and try and balance that workshop life and home life sort of thing. Um, look, you know, I'm a racer, and, and if I had my choice, I'd be racing. Look, if I'm not racing, I'm usually watching it on television. The, the, but it's it's difficult. Supercars supply us with a certain amount of money to go racing, and, and no matter how many races, we don't get any more money if we do any more races. We're contracted to do 12. It's really expensive. We have to get the sponsorship to run the cars. If it didn't cost us anything, then, yeah, we'd, we'd race more often. But, you know, it's that fine line between trying to find the money, get the sponsors, make them commit to another race. It's, it's just not easy. And, and uh, you know, we've, we've had 16 races and we've had 12. And when we had more races, there was more teams going broke. Yeah. And it's unfortunate fact of life, really. So um, would I like more than 12? I mean, we had 13 this year. It wasn't really a problem. So it's just a numbers game. It's like any business. It doesn't matter what you're selling. And um, um, right now we're, we're contracted to do 12. And, um, and there's a commitment for them to supply us to do any more. And if they want us to do more, then, then there's a mechanism there. But they need to be able to run the event, make enough money yeah, to pay us and do the things they, they need to do. It's got to be sustainable. Yeah, it's got to be sustainable. The funny thing is, though, that uh, you look at the calendar and both the tracks that all the teams test at aren't even on the calendar. No, and it's, it's, it's a bit frustrating, yeah. to be honest. But... It's, you know, I guess it's a sign of the times. We went through the pandemic, we tightened everything up and, and getting out the other side of that now, things are starting to get back to normal. But, you know, it still costs a lot to go car racing and, and with the new owners, there's some mechanisms in there and it costs them a certain amount of money for us to go racing. Uh, Brad, I've got a question for you on, sorry, I've got a question for you about sponsorship. Um, so I know you, you love money. I uh, love money. <laughs> <laughs> So in, in there's the, no in cash the here. Here, there's no cash. Exactly. No cash. I, say, I love that. I say that a lot to you, don't here, I, Brad? there's no cash. <laughs> so in, in the media... I'll put that on my tombstone. <laughs> in, in the media at the moment, we've got sponsorships where the players, netball, cricket, are saying, oh, I don't agree with the sponsor, and so I'm not going to play oh, with that yes. brand on. So I was just sort of wondering what would happen if one of your drivers came and go, well, I'm not getting in that race car because <laughs> I don't agree with that brand. We'd, we'd sort that out pretty quickly. <laughs> <at some place. laughs> I don't think that'd be an issue for very long at all. He'd clearly be driving someone else's car. <laughs> With his own money. Yeah. Do you, yeah. Do you think this kind of um, but, stuff is going is to permeate further through um, motorsport? I mean, it's touching, no. on, uh, it's touching in F1 at the moment with some of the stuff that Lewis does in particular. Yeah, I don't. I, don't, I mean, you, you get paid a lot of money to go and do a job, drive a race car, and if you don't agree with the people that support that, and you shouldn't drive it and you shouldn't be there. But if you're willing to take their money, then you should be willing to do what's required by that sponsor. That's, that's how it works. Well, it'd be, in the, it'd be in your contract, it'd be in the netball contract, it'd be in everything that if you're going to play with us or drive for us, that you know you can't you know you can't have a personal sponsor that conflicts with any of your no, sponsors. No, no, you can't now. I mean, exactly right. And 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 honestly, it's 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 a little like um, getting paid and turning up, in my opinion, and not not working. I mean, you you, yeah. you it, and all this stuff should be sorted out well before it gets into the public eye. I mean, this is I'd be surprised if if it wasn't discussed a lot more. I mean, I was quite shocked when I saw all that stuff coming out. And it's, it's a sad state of affairs that it's getting to that in any sport, you know. Mm. I'm sure um, that will affect um, 
netball a lot. That's a that was that's a serious amount of money. Did you give Gina a call and ask for that fifteen million that she <laughs> just withdrew? That was I my first thought. I don't have a I don't have a mobile number. I sent her an Instagram message. Uh, it's interesting. Yes, I'm not on social media, so I don't. In our in our audience here today is someone who is highly connected with Netball Australia. I'm not going to uh, I won't name her because it's polit- it's rather political. But um, I actually I am I am going to grab her at some stage and uh, try and get some kind of background onto what was going on there because it is a really big thing and you know it's it's very open that Malcolm sponsors me sponsors Stevie J sponsors this show we're very very acutely aware of of partnerships and what and you have to do and, and branding to, to make sure that you're able to do it as I know yeah, as I know you are Brad so it was interesting to watch all of that um, Nimsy you've got some text messages down there coming through I certainly do and also I would if I ever see Andre Heimgartner driving a Pizza Hut car I'll know that Brad's had a chat with him um, <laughs> uh, but, after hours job <laughs> 04 98 11 16 is the number if you'd like to get involved Brad's sent another one through uh, hi guys wonder if, wonder if T8 uh, get more rookie test days next year as the rookie period last two years Hoping I'm wrong on that one. If correct, though, <laughs> how convenient and would that have been a part of their thought process given the intro of Gen 3? Thanks again. And one more. This one's uh, directly for Brad Jones from Zach in Canberra. Want to get your thoughts uh, whether or not it feels like the supercars world is back to normal now with the GC500 and the Adelaide 500 um, returning? I certainly feel like it's getting closer. Um, you know, I, mind you, when you get on an aeroplane now and you don't, and you don't have to um, put a mask on. You, you feel like things are really back to normal. But supercars, you know, we're getting record crowds at a lot of events, which is great. We're getting crazy, crazy amount of people watching Bathurst this year. That was, you know, a record. Yeah. So, yeah, I think, I think we're getting back to normal. And, and a lot of our fans haven't been able to get to us. So we're seeing great crowd numbers. And we're very interactive as a sport with our supporters. So we're getting great numbers to um, to come and attend the, the, and chat to us. Uh, I, there's a feeling that I get, I, I know you're not on social media, Brad, but that text that Nimsy ran, read out before, I can't remember who it was from, but that was a pretty heavy drive-by shooting of, of uh, supercars there. Less teams, this, that, and the other thing. Um, give, because you're on boards, you're involved, you're, you're oh, there. You used to be. You used to be. Um, give us your view of where supercars is at and i know you've got to try and play the 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 political game in many ways because of course you're out there selling your team to anyone so the health of the sport's got to be fantastic but our fans the people that we read on online genuine there is a, a part of our fan base that thinks that supercars is in all matter of strife well, i don't agree with it no but, but so, so you're on the inside yeah give us the synopsis where is supercars at genuinely when, when the pandemic hit, like a lot of businesses and sports, we were in a fair bit of trouble, and there's no, no denying that. And, but we managed to get our races away and, um, with, and without fans, uh, but always with great coverage on, on, uh, on the networks with Fox and Seven. Um, as far as the business goes, Gen 3 is very, very late and very difficult. But honestly, the business is in a very healthy position. We've got new owners. We went through this cycle once before when Archer bought into the business. Yeah. It takes them a while to get their feet under the desk and understand the business. But fundamentally, the same people are actually running the business. Shane Howard's leading a group of people that 
have been with us for a long time and they're doing an excellent job. So yep. um, I would say, you know, those that, that are saying supercars in a lot of trouble, it's coming into a very, it's, they're, they're wrong. And it's coming into a very exciting time for us. We're going to have, you know, um, Mustangs and Camaros. Reminds me of when I was a kid and we had um, had all those, you know, 68 Camaros and Moffat in the Mustang. Yeah. It's that sort of feel about it. So I, I think we're in a pretty good place, to be honest. And I can see how you'd look at it and think, wow, it's, it's, it's sort of struggling. They're not Australian-made cars, but um, the cars sound good. They look good. Sure, we're late with them. Um, a lot of work to be done, but we're in a good place. I, I heartily agree there because you just got to look at the number. I mean, Bathurst this year outrated both the AFL and the NRL Grand Finals. And I know that the last time you could say that has happened for our sport. But uh, Brad, don't go anywhere because we're going to take a quick pause for the cause and be back with more. I can see through my little video link that uh, you guys have got a little delivery. Yeah, we got... (laughs) (laughs) So, you know what? (laughs) We'll give you... We'll give you a bit of time. And, Bradley, um, probably don't ask if there's tomato sauce while the yeah. mics are on, my friend. I thought we were going to a break. Sorry. <laughs> we, we will be. We should get sushi, Carol. Back with more. At least, at least you know it's live. <laughs> Back with more right after this on the driver's seat. There's no money here. <laughs> Great to have your company this evening right across Australia and live from the Star Casino on the Gold Coast. Uh, had a lot of wins at uh, the old Jupiters back in the day. Uh, oh, did you? Some even on the gaming floor. Hey! hey. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I think I know a few people that have had a couple of wins in the old Star. Hey, Nimsy, got to say... Got to say, very pleased to be here at Star and also to be outfitted by our good friends at Reston Wingers. Wingers? What? Ringers Western. Western. That was like a full... Thanks very, very Max Muchley moment there. It's Ringers Western. Dickhead. There you go. <laughs> exactly. So Ringers Western, big thank you to them for outfitting Stevie J. Hey, and hey, I. they're at the track this week and they've got a big transport at the track. What a lovely segue, Steve Johnson. They have. They big, have. On, like a big store in the, in the, uh, yeah. the transport. It's very so that, cool. That's going to be very cool. So if you are going to uh, the Boost at Mobile five, Gold Coast 500 this weekend, make sure you drop past Ringers Western, have a look at a bunch of their stuff. They outfit all of us here at SEN, including our fifth producer, Woogie, who has just showed up because he heard that there was free just, drinks and food. He just showed up with his so, 5, 5XL on, he did. Thanks, Jace. Yeah, thanks, I didn't realise that uh, Ringers Western went up to 5 or 6XL. Mate, that looks really sharp on you. There you go. <laughs> well, mate, me, I'm a, I'm a double all day long. Um, Bradley, Welcome to the uh, Wankfest. <laughs> Bradley, I want to talk to you about Gen 3, and I want to talk to you about what you're going to be doing with your current cars as well, because Gen 3 coming in next year, uh, Dunlop Series has obviously ruled that it can only be current as in 2022 spec cars in the Mustang and the ZB. You've got a flotilla of cars um, in your garages. We know that collectors have bought others and bits and pieces, but what's Bradley Jones going to do with his Dunlop Series cars next year? Well, we turned one into a pretzel at Talon Bend. <laughs> oh, I guess you did too, <laughs> so didn't then you? We go from five to four. <laughs> yeah, um, that's but four. I actually got a new chassis. We're going to build that car back up. Yep. I've sold one to the UK. Yeah, right. And um, I've got a, a guy in New Zealand who's looking at another one. In fact, they're both the same car, which is very difficult. <laughs> um, it's like your wife and your girlfriend. Yeah, There's exactly. never any problem until yeah. they meet. Yeah, that's always a problem. Let me guess, Andre's car. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, yeah, the current one, not the one that was uh, damaged. So um, I'm going to run one or two in Super 2, and the other ones, uh, honestly, I wasn't in a rush to sell them because 
I'd like to have a couple of Gen 3 cars actually built <laughs> before I get rid of my old cars. Um, hey, yeah, right. Hey, that's hey. interesting that you say that. Well, I don't, I don't think that will run them now, but there was a point in time where I wasn't 100% sure. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and honestly, it was interesting. You got a, a question there about the rookie days. I think you'll find that um, the rookie rules will be a little bit different next year. Okay. All right. So hey, we're Jet Johnson's looking for a Super 2 gig. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, there you go. Has his old man got enough money? Well, well he, his old man doesn't, but he's, he, I think he might be all right. So we'll oh, see, there we'll you see go. What, we'll see what happens. Who, Jet's going to be all right or the big dick's going to be all right? Yeah. No, no, not big dick. I pay no, cash Jet now. Be all right. You pay cash? I pay cash. Will you pay cash? The pay Johnson cash. team pay cash? Well, you know, the Johnson sponsors will pay cash. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so you're going to run them next year, a couple. and you've Well, I'll run got one collectors. at least, but maybe two. There's a lot of interest around, which is good. Um, but there's going to be... Uh, it's so hard to know what the new cars are going to be like. So, you know, you, you've got to be careful that you don't overcommit. So, um, but yeah, but I'll, I'll certainly I'm one of the few people that will have a couple in, in the shed. I, I don't... It's a hard question. It's actually a rude question to ask, but I am racked... But you'll do it anyway. I'm going to do it anyway. I'm racked with interest on this. What does... And you can't go into exact dollars, I totally get. But what does, in this market of supply and demand when it comes to ZB Commodores and Mustangs... What does the car run? I mean, what are they worth? The, yeah, well, it depends. Worth? Depends which one you've got. So, if you believe the stories about what the Triple Eight cars have been selling for, you know they're worth a lot. Yeah. So a million? No, I don't. Well, no, I'm well, not hearing they that may, much. They, they might have bought it, bought it previously, and then now that, like, say Shane's car, Pete Zibris owns. Yeah. Now that what, well, he what owns, that's he owns nearly every Triple Eight ZB. Wow. Yeah. Right so up. you know, I don't know five, six, seven hundred. Mm. Which is not that far from what I thought a build cost was of one of those, about 600 as well. Yeah, and, and probably a little less than what the build cost is of the new car. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Yeah. Given that Gen 3 was sold to you, me, and everyone else, it was going to be cost containment. 30% cheaper, that's what it was sold to me. 30% cheaper. They were the words from uh, yeah. one... M. Scaife, I think it's... That's far uh, You know, I'm, it, it, I don't <laughs> think it's his fault that the price is blown out, but it's certainly someone's fault. Well, I'm going to blame him. Um, <laughs> You've got to blame someone. Well, Stevie yeah. J loves blaming he, him. Yeah. Or, or Team 18. He wasn't quite quite <laughs> active enough. But, uh, look, I, I, they're just... Uh, you know, I'm frustrated, but I get it. And so, um, um, you know, like the new steering rack is nine grand. So, right. so... Um, I think we paid five and a half for the current one, and that's too much. So, but at this point, when there's no time, um, you've just got to do whatever you need to do to get the cars out there, which is what we're all going to do. So how um, many Gen 3 cars are you building? Just the four? Four to start with, and then I'll slowly build another one over the year. Because ultimately, depending on what they do with the wild card rules, uh, I'd like to do a bit of that, I think, in the future. If these cars, if you can really... Um, Without without doing development, if you really aren't spending quite as much money on them with development, which I'm not sure it'll be like that, but if there's an opportunity, then you know I like I like the idea of being able to help young guys. So if we can have a wild card car and put Jordan in for a couple of races in a season or something like that, then then um, I'd like to do that. We by design have a very young group of drivers, and um, and and it's it's working quite well for us. So. You need to always keep your eye on the next one. Mm. Is there economy as a scale of building four? <coughs> no. Um, it doesn't make any <laughs> difference with the, no. with the build of the cars. Mm. Um, it does with the people that, that run them, which is the reason I run four cars, because I can't get the money that, that someone like Triple Eight do to run one car. So I run four, have the same sort of amount of people, and 
yeah, sure, they work a lot harder, but it's how I, it's how I survive. 0433 98 11 16 is the number if you want to get in touch. Uh, from Dave in Melton, really disappointed that Winton isn't going to get around this year. It's the one round I look forward to every year. Love camping there. It's the annual trip for a big group of friends. Uh, Pete and Cranvin says, Brad, are you ever amazed at how many of your team supercars have survived through the years? P.S. The Falcons were my absolute favourites, of course, and a lot of thumbs up emojis. And uh, one from Rob in Brisbane. Guys, huge fan of Brad Jones. So awesome to hear him spilling the facts of supercars. Want to know Brad's thoughts on how tragic the Friday schedule is at a 500-kilometre or three-day race meeting. Expecting punters to travel for an extra day and pay more hard-earned to watch two 30-minute practice sessions is, frankly, a little bland. Why not, like Bathurst and Clipsal, two decent-sized practice sessions on the Friday with quality session to flow into the 6 p.m. news. On Saturday, throw in a quick warm-up session and a top-10 shootout. Uh, would think that would actually might make Friday a day you'd want to attend. Well, that's actually a really good point. So I can explain that to you a little bit because I've been on both sides of it. For us as a group, you know, team owners, two-day events are much better. They're active. You know, people turn up. There's lots of supercars going on over two days and we go home. But uh, a lot of the circuit promoters um, want three-day events because they want the ability to get the extra people there on the extra days and... And so what happens is it costs us more money as well. So we have to pay more accommodation, we, we more food. You know, it's, it's, it's very expensive. So we're slowly migrating, unfortunately, back to three-day events. And the teams want to just do running late on Friday because we can still fly people in on Friday morning and save a little bit of money on accommodation, food, etc. So, um, you know, Adelaide, we didn't get a choice. They wanted to run the same sort of format they did the year that it was stopped and that was have a run on Thursday so you know we spent a lot of time sitting around when when we could be shortening up the program but I get it they want to see to get the people in the gate so it's you know it's it's very hard but I, I feel your pain because I go through it at my end as well uh, I want to ask you I'm going to pull out the blowtorch Nimsy uh, and I'm going to put it directly between your eyeballs Bradley Jones Ooh. Um Last why, week we had price. Why, why me? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Last week. <laughs> I reckon that's what I you're like saying that. after Bathurst. <laughs> yeah, I like the money one. <laughs> <laughs> um, we had Bryce Forward on the show last yeah. week from Midi's Electrical Racing. Are we going to see you next year? Are we going to see you in the Midi's Electrical Commodore? And he went, oh, um, oh, uh, um, I think so. So, uh, interestingly, uh, let me know. I shouldn't, it, I shouldn't laugh because, <laughs> you know, he probably felt a lot of pressure. And there is pressure. Sure. Look, I, I think he's going to be back in the car. It's really hard. You, what, what you see a lot of young guys. You know, I think Bryce, you know, he was a very talented driver. I used to watch him a lot as a go-karter. And, and I think he came to our team and he's found the car very different to drive to what he was used to at Walkinshaw's. Um, and it's taken him a while to get used to it. He's got a very experienced engineer, and, and you know, Bathurst was good for him, but he's had a tough year. But, uh, you know, he deserves more of a chance than he's had, and I really rate him and think he's very talented, and, you know, I'm very confident he'll be back with us next year. I know they put a lot of effort into their sponsorship, uh, the Minis Electrical guys, because we were there with you, Malcolm, at, up in Darwin there, and, and the whole uh, the whole corporate box is all dressed in pink and blue, and, you know, they... Had, they, they they really work their sponsorship, don't they? Yeah, yeah. really strong, yeah. Mm. So, you know, let's hope that 
the yellow is back in um, next year because... Uh, I think if you went to the TAB and put a bit of money on that, you'd be pretty safe. <laughs> right, eh? There you go. Good so, launching a couple of exclusives here on the driver's seat, live from the Star Casino on the Gold Coast for the Boost Mobile Gold Coast 500. Um, mate, we're going to let you go fairly soon. Um, if, if there's any questions that you want to fire through on the text message, make sure you do that uh, because I know you've got a You've got a dinner or something you've got to go to as well. Is that right? Yeah, we'll, just back to the team. We just, just ate it. We've just got... Yeah, just, he just did, ate did it. Did you not see me develop that bowl of <laughs> chips? Look, we, With we've, the tomato I'm, sauce? I'm, yeah. yeah. Have <laughs> you seen the size of the panel that you're sitting beside? <laughs> a bowl of chips oh, is a pre-dinner <laughs> something you eat, yeah. and then you go and have dinner. Well, before, you made him feel good about himself. Before we, <laughs> let, uh, before we let Bradley go, we'll quickly get to two texts here. First one says, first time texter, long time listener. Uh, always got a laugh out of you guys. Matt, normally up a Coomera, but tonight the stuck Casino. So, Matthew, if you're around, come say good day. Oh, uh, come up to the table, mate. Say good day. Hey, there he is. Matty's just over there. He's showing the thumbs up. Good you on go. your legend. He also wanted, Thank you for coming through, mate. He also requested this. Coronavirus! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> At Matty, that's been a long time since we heard the Thank goodness it's been a long time since we heard it has the been. coronavirus. So you could have almost thrown in the nice one, Gary, there too. We haven't heard oh, that for a while. I love that one. Nice, well, we're gonna t- There we go. <laughs> For our mate Gary Jacobson. I, look, I haven't been able to get into contact. What, what happened to him? Well, that's kind of what we want to know. Because uh, we're a little bit concerned because well, we'll, Gary Jacobson has we'll, not we'll, surfaced. We'll get to that. He's driving a bus, isn't he? Yeah. Nothing for old Gary. No, is. That's what they do. We'll get. Yeah, I know. That's the family. We'll, we got to let um, Brad go. So before we do, we'll just get this one question off the text line: oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. Uh, what's Brad's thoughts on Ellie Morrow's progress in Super Two this season, and is there a plan to potentially see her in the main game in the future? Oh, that's nice of Ellie's mum and dad to text in. <laughs> I really like Ellie a lot, and she's she's found it really really tough going, and and the reason for that, I think, is. I mean, we, we had a discussion at the start of the year and I was much keener for her to run a Super 3 car than a Super 2 car. Yeah. And that's because there's quite a mix through that through that range. And, and so you think about she stepped up after doing one or two races in a Super 3 car straight in a Super 2 car. So for her, the going has been quite tough, but she's very focused and very good. And, um, and, and uh, you know, I'd like her to continue on. So she's chatting at the moment about where she's going and what she's doing. She's having a bit of a rethink because she feels, I think she feels like she's struggling a bit, but the truth is, anyone who's not raced anything that steps into Super 2 is going to find the going yeah, pretty tough. Absolutely. So so um, she's committed to racing and I think she's going to is she in an S5000 this weekend or something? I think she's having a run up here. Who isn't in an S5000 this weekend? <laughs> yeah. Everyone's. Yeah. Must, have given, must have been giving them away cheap, I reckon. Rides yeah. at the Gold Coast. Well, you reckon? What would? It, what do you reckon it'd cost for an arrive and drive in an S five thousand? And it's a great idea having, you know, overpowered, undertired, uh, open wheelers on the Gold Coast. That's not going to cause much damage. Oh, McKeldin, you reckon lost the left rear yeah. wheel? I, I, <laughs> Take it easy. Uh, <laughs> not a lot. I don't reckon. No, I don't reckon no. it was a lot either. I reckon it was pretty cheap. Uh, Bradley, before we let you go quickly, no, you're right. Uh, what is a successful weekend? look like to you guys this weekend? Four straight cars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think so. Look, I, I, I'm um, really positive. I think that um, I think we're capable of running a couple of cars in the top ten here. Yeah. And uh, I, you know, my expectation on Andre is is we should be in there fighting. It's been a tough place for us to get a result in, in recent years, but you know, I feel like um, you know, we've got some some momentum 
um, you know, if you look at Bathurst and you look at the practice sessions, um, we, we had a tyre pressure issue in qualifying and I feel like we qualified out of position with every single car. On, on Thursday, we had three cars in the top 15. Um, on, in qualifying, we had one car in 12th. So um, we've got momentum. I think, I think we'll be fast here, to and, be honest. And do you think this is going to be the longest race that, that anyone's ever done, single driver race around the Gold Coast? It's going to be tough. Yeah, tough but is them. it going to be that tough, do you reckon, Stevie? <laughs> well, it wouldn't have been for you and I, mate. But oh, yeah, no, they're, they're, the they're not as tough as, as, you know, they're not built as tough now as what they used to you be. You natural athletes. Well, yeah. the windows are stuck up, which they weren't in my day. <laughs> yeah. You could wind one down and duck a little bit of air in. Is it true on street races like the Adelaide 500, Stevie J, you didn't wear, like, cool suits or do any of that sort of stuff? No, no, no. Did you no, wear no, a cool nothing. suit when you did Adelaide 500? You know what? Yeah. I, I, towards the end, John Bow, who's got a great constitution and, not quite strong uh, when it comes to, <laughs> to, 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 to careful to, to fitness maybe uh, so loves a durry so <laughs> used to love a durry uh, yeah. so he he really ended up with this little chili bin thing and and you know it was the first of the cool boxes and we make a little radiator and and um, in those days yeah, then now they've got to run a percentage of water and a percentage of, of antifreeze in it and I used to run 100% antifreeze so I used to set that sucker at about 16 below zero <laughs> and I can remember it rained at, it rained at Sydney Motorsport Park in a race and I was chattering so much I was worried about chipping my teeth I need a mouth guard in it's like freezing and I couldn't get to the thing to turn it, to off. Turn it off I wanted to unplug it and then I'm like well they'll freeze up and then will be like wearing a plastic bag so, so it was, you know, we had first world problems back in the day. Clearly, <laughs> clearly. Well, I, I wear one. Stevie J, you still, do you not at all? Not now? No, Not mate. even in your old really? age? I don't even wear a helmet, air fan in my helmet. You know, really? I, no, no, no okay. John Bow, <laughs> not wanting to throw him under a bus, he got this guy <laughs> to make this thing with a, with a little hat. And it, it looked, I remember it was a... looked ridiculous. He looked like a really poor person. <laughs> and so he put this thing on with this little hat with all these things and he put his helmet on and he... Race and after the work for the first time, he was come when he came in. He's going, oh, I've got a brain freeze, all that getting ice cream, and so he wouldn't, he wouldn't wear the little hat again, which looked ridiculous. He looked like Kathy Freeman. It's like it's like it's like you're wearing a hoodie. It's like you're wearing a hoodie over your head, tight hoodie. Yeah. Vest oh, with yeah, all the right. tubes that went. Not actually, good on a fifty-year-old man. Let <laughs> no, me give you the no, tip. That's right, with a beard. Now yeah. I just understood the Kathy Freeman reference because <laughs> yeah. right up to then I was like, okay. No, no, yeah, no it was a little... Yeah, yeah, little, yeah, 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 yeah the you. hat. I get you. Oh, well, very yeah. good. I wear one. It wasn't green, though. It was white. Right. Yeah, it was white. The whole okay. thing was white. Yeah. Righto. With veins in it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're still talking about the cool suit, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Up to a I'll point. So. Thank you, Bradley. <laughs> Thank you, Bradley. Brad, it has been an incredible pleasure to have you on the panel for the evening. We'll let you go. You've been you. very generous with your time. Brad Jones, ladies and gentlemen, well done for that. Good luck Thank this you weekend. Very much. Thank you. Thanks, Bradley. Thanks, guys. And uh, we will take a quick pause for the cause. Uh, we are live at the Star on the Gold Coast here on the driver's seat and right across Australia on the SEN Network. We'll be back with more right after this. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.